BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> On the BetQL Network. Jaguars going for two. Lawrence in the shotgun. Looking left. Throws left. And it's caught! Zay Jones! The Jags go up by one! Trying for two. Got it! They've got the lead! It's the tight end, Jared Everett! Fourth and ten. Brissett throws. Back of oh, the end zone. What a catch! David Njoku in the back of the end zone. Ariota. The pass. It's deflected in the air. It is picked off potentially by Washington. It is. It's Kendall Fuller. An eye formation behind him. And he stands up to change the play. Down to five on the play clock, gets the snap, hands off to Jacobs, stutters to the right, bursts through the hole, 20, 25, 30, he's off to the races here in Seattle, nobody's going to catch him, 25, 20, 10, ball game! Welcome to BetQL Daily, Aaron Hawksworth, Joe Ostrowski here with you on this Monday, and wow, week 12 in the NFL it was wild. Exciting weekend. Thanksgiving weekend, we were treated to some really good games, I thought. Um, Trevor Lawrence, he surprised me, had a big game. Um, we'll get to that, but let's talk about Sunday night football. I know, Joe O, you wanted the Eagles to lose. It didn't happen. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> but uh, let's talk about that on one. Yeah, you didn't? I, to be clear... I did not know. I didn't have a bet on the game. I just you just wanted you know, it to to talk to Joe G about it. Yeah, yeah, and Paul Aspen because they think they're going to win the Super Bowl, and no, oh, they're always being disrespected in the power rankings and all that stuff. Like, no, they gave up thirty three points to a really bad team last night. Yeah, like yeah, um, but the biggest takeaway was it an Eagles bounce back, pouring on forty. You know, it sounds like I'm taking credit away from them, but they did exactly what they were supposed to do. If they did anything but run the football all night, uh, Sirianni would have deserved a lot of criticism. And I would have ripped on him. I mean, this Packers defense has been able to stop the run all year. So it's no surprise what they did. Good, good on them uh, doing it in a successful manner. But their defense has a lot of problems, a lot of problems over the last, last few weeks. So you've got to consider that moving forward. But... Maybe the biggest story is the team that's not going to be in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers leaves in the third quarter. Jordan Love goes in, and not only does he go in, but against, oh, the greatest team of all time, he leads them to a couple of scoring drives. It's like, th that was interesting. So with a team that has their season all but over, they're not making the postseason, uh, Rodgers obviously hobbled, but he has a lot of power in that organization. I, I wonder how they're going to handle this moving forward. Uh, with with the Bears on deck, I saw most spots last night at least did not have a line on that because quarterback uncertainty on both sides. But I I wonder what you do because I think internally they want to give Love some time and some meaningless games. But I don't know. I, yeah. th there would certainly be some uproar just everywhere. I mean, there's still a third of the season to go. 
I mean, if you're Aaron Rodgers, do you do everything you can to make sure you play so you don't lose your job? And how bad is that oblique injury? But yeah, if I was him, I'd be like, oh, no, no, no. I feel great. I will be playing next week. Uh, But yeah, Jordan Love looked good. I was excited. You know, I love a good quarterback controversy. And I mean, let's face it, seeing Aaron Rodgers lose his job, will we be sad? Give it some truth serum. There's one person, one person going to be sad. I don't even need true serum. I'll tell you right now. I, I love seeing him lose. I love seeing him struggle. And if he were to go out like this, I'd be, I'd be very happy. But they're pro- I think he's going to come back another year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good thing. It's a, it's a really good thing. Man, the Vikings are so lucky. I mean, they, they, they were a little lucky on Thursday. And, and you create your own luck. But just how the division has played out with the Bears obviously trying to lose and they get a quarterback injury and they have the worst defense in the NFL and everything going wrong with the Packers this season and then the other team, the Lions. They don't meet the expectations that people decided to set for them. I mean, what a trash division. We really shouldn't be shocked that they keep getting all these uh, one-score victories because last year it was going against them. and uh, And then... That Patriots touchdown on Thanksgiving night, man, that it certainly looked like one to me, but but maybe maybe I was uh drunk at that point. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised. The Vikings, man, that was the one side on Thanksgiving that I did like, but I, I can't believe that I, I still got that one as a winner. Because yeah. I don't know that that should have been. It's interesting, you know, we talk about frauds, like what's going to happen come playoff time, you know, is all of this luck um, and things bouncing the Vikings way going to finally catch up with them? I wouldn't be shocked if it does. I don't really like anybody in the NFC. It's like every, you go down the list and they're all flawed. I mean, they're all flawed. They could have not covered that spread yesterday easily. I mean, the Niners are good. They scored 13 points yesterday. It's 13 points. McCaffrey did, like, nothing. So, it's true. With all of those weapons Jimmy G has, like, what's the excuse to only score 13 points? That's right, something right. That's weird. Yeah, yep. their defense getting most of the credit right now. Um, but, yeah, I like the Niners, though. I'm not – I like the Niners more than I like the Vikings come playoff time in terms of a deep playoff run. You like it more than the Eagles? Ooh, that's a tough one. What concerns me about the Eagles is the injuries, um, you know, especially to the secondary. Is that going to catch up to them? But gosh, you know, Jalen Hurts playing very, very well. So I, it's hard not to like him. I'm higher on them than you are, but, you know, Hurts setting a new franchise record, um, 158 rushing yards. Um previously held by Michael Vick, uh, 130. So he just had a monster first half. It was very impressive to see what Jalen Hurts was doing. So, but the injuries, you know, safety CJ Gardner-Johnson, losing him, that's a big, uh, that's a big concern. So, you know, we'll see if that causes problems for them on the back end or what, what they're going to be able to do there. Yeah, I mean, early on, it looked like Jalen Hurts, after Justin Fields set the the new uh, single-game record, it looked like Hurts was going to break that record again, but uh, he did not. Yeah, it, it, I'm like, geez, they just set that. Okay, so is Hurts or Mahomes your MVP at the moment? It's Mahomes. It's Mahomes, I agree. 
I agree 100%. Yeah. 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 But if, you're, okay. if we're just looking in a vacuum of this week, Hertz performed better. Mm-hmm. I trust Mahomes more. Um, you know, in terms of consistency, I think Mahomes is going to be the MVP when it's all said and done, but Jalen hurts definitely in the conversation. I don't know. Do you think it'll be close or do you think this is Mahomes award to lose? Uh, I, I still, I'm with you. I agree that it's Mahomes. I don't agree with the odds though. I think it should be a lot closer than they suggest. So if you look this morning, like you've got to lay a price on Mahomes, which is, geez, they didn't even cover the spread yesterday. They had issues in the red zone. I'm like, it wasn't a terrific performance, and, and maybe they didn't prepare for that when you're going against you know, one of the worst teams in the NFL right now with, with the current state of the L.A. Rams. Uh, but everywhere you look, BetMGM last check was minus 164 favorite. And then second, we've got to drop down to plus 550 for Tua. They've got Tua favored over Hertz and Josh Allen. I think that's pretty wow. interesting. Wow, we've come so Tua's far. Tua's really Tua. second. That's crazy. So, what do you I mean, think is gonna, you know, push it's this? It's Mahomes. Are they gonna look at strength of schedule? Like, what what factors will go into this? Well, it's the factors that always go into it. It's gonna be the the record at the end, and then you go to the stats. So. What if Minnesota is the one and Philly's a two? That's going to really hurt Hurts, right? Um, yeah. Is Kansas City the one? Like, that's going to be part of it, which, which team ends up being and getting the bye and they're in opposite conferences. So that is something to do with it. I, I just think the, the odds have gone a little bit too far, but I agree with the sense that the Mahomes should be the favorite. But we still have one-third mm-hmm. of the season left, so I think he's too much of a favorite. At this point, especially with what Hurts did, maybe we'll see some adjustment uh, after last night with uh, with the Sunday night football game. But uh, yeah, it's Mahomes. It's Mahomes. I don't think Tua should be the second favorite. I think that's Looney Tua. Hurts. Yeah, that's just me. I agree with you. What? Let's talk about another quarterback controversy now. Mike White. I was surprised. I mean, he brought a spark. Didn't see that coming. Uh, I actually thought maybe Flacco would have been a safer choice, but apparently I know nothing, and that's why I'm not an NFL head coach because Mike White came in, and he looked really good. Jets beating the Bears 31-10. to Obviously, you know, no Justin Fields in that game, so I think all of us were on the Jets. That just, that just seemed like the side to be on um, for this one. No matter who the quarterback was, we knew if it wasn't going to be Fields, it probably wasn't going to be good. I wasn't surprised because Mike White was put in a position to succeed. I, don't, don't worry what the numbers tell you. I'm telling you flat out, and I don't think it's all that close. The Bears have the worst of defense in the NFL. And they were also missing just about their entire secondary. And a number of their, the only talented players that they have all got hurt yesterday, so Mike White was in the perfect spot. Mm. If we look at the teams and the defenses that Zach Wilson has played when, when he's been terrible, most recently it was New England, Buffalo, New England, Denver. Those are four really good defenses. And then the, the week that they happen to bench Zach Wilson is when they're facing the worst defense in the NFL, and next week they face Minnesota, another defense that looks pretty bad. We saw what the Patriots did against them on Thursday night. So they put Mike White in a perfect p- 
position to succeed. And it just so happens on the other side, Justin Fields is out and everybody knew Justin Fields was going to be out. Now, I have an issue with, with how that quarterback situation was handled because we're hearing, okay, it's Simeon. And then right before the game, oh, it's Peterman. And then as the game's starting, I don't know who start, who the Bears' starting quarterback is. Like, what a joke that was yesterday. And we saw some line movement there. Man, I, I went in heavy when I saw that it was going to be Peterman. And then Simeon starts. I was not very happy. I was still comfortable because it was the Bears. But, I mean, the Jets, they hate Zach Wilson so much. They're like, this is the easiest uh, defense that you could possibly face. You would actually have some success here, even though you're Zach Wilson and you suck. But we're going to give it to Mike White. Now it's Mike White time. So it's not a surprise. So I'm sure in New York, it's Mike White mania, and you turn on ESPN all week. That's what it's all going to be about. And there's no context of the Bears have the worst defense in the NFL, and it isn't all that close. And he's probably going to have brilliant next week too. I think that's such a good point that you bring up about the Bears defense and how pretty much, I mean, I don't want to say pretty much anyone could have succeeded in that position, but, you know, Mm -hmm. they put Mike White in a great position to look like a star and show Zach Wilson, see, see, he's good, he's better, and really... Zach Wilson, we don't know what he would have done, but it probably would have been similar um, against that Bears defense. So that's a great point that we really don't see people talking about on a national level. It's all just about the drama surrounding the quarterback position. What are they going to do in New York? What are they going to do with Zach Wilson? So that's a really good point. But yeah, if obviously if you take a look at it from that standpoint, then it's like, wow, that's if, if you're Zach Wilson, it's a slap in the face, but also it sounds like the guy's a jerk and lost the locker room. So I don't know if I feel that sorry for him. Personality-wise, it sounds like he's not a, like right. the best leader and guy to play with. So he probably dug his own grave. Big day for Garrett Wilson, the guy that I've been trying to talk up for a while for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Maybe he enters that conversation with Mike White because I don't think they have another chance. Well, it's where he's going to have another chance that is with Zach Wilson. Um, the other thing is, Aaron, is not it wasn't just Chicago yesterday, and I mentioned Minnesota next week, but he's going to get uh-huh. Detroit. He's going to get Seattle. Oh. Like they're just, it's like Dude, they they're really setting plan. it up. They have yeah, this I know. plan. But I, I love know. it if you look at it. This is fantastic. What about there, Isaiah Pacheco, no Rookie of the Year? I like him. I, I just you don't think he man. has a chance. I mean, they're they're giving him the opportunities. Well, I'll I'll say this, and we'll probably uh, talk more about this in futures tomorrow, and we can take a deeper dive. But the offensive rookie of the year is interesting. The MVP, it's Mahomes right now, but Damian Pierce just had two games where he did nothing. What do you have, like 11 yards yesterday? Something like that? Yeah. Like back-to-back games, he's done absolutely nothing. Boy, man, that's that's a good call because I hadn't looked at these updated odds. Pacheco is now the fourth favorite. Now, there's an odds drop there, but he's fourth or fifth. Um, where's Garrett Wilson? Garrett Wilson, you could still find some value there. I think, I think he has a chance. How about Christian Watson? He could go on an absolute tear, and he's been going on one of late. Yeah, he has. 
He has Jordan Love, likes him too. Uh, Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus, will join us in an hour, and we will continue to look at our biggest takeaways from NFL Week 12 next.